Before we start, I have an announcement. My next book of poetry, Out of the Dust, is now available for purchase from Amazon.com. Out of the Dust is a collection of poems inspired by the Book of Mormon and is generally concurrent with the weekly readings in the Come Follow Me resource published by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'll repeat this reminder at the beginning of each episode throughout November and December, during which Out of the Dust will be on sale for 50% off regular price. That's just $6 per copy for the paperback version. That's Out of the Dust, Book of Mormon Poems by Mary Jane Rice. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Follow, a Latter-day Saint scripture poetry podcast. My name is Mary Jane Rice. Thank you for joining me today. Before beginning this episode, I want to take a moment to celebrate making it all the way through the New Testament. It feels like a big accomplishment to me to have stuck with this. I hope you feel accomplished for reading along as well. I will be continuing on next year with season two of this podcast focusing on poems inspired by my readings in the Book of Mormon. If you are not a member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, please be assured that the poems I share will be based on many of the same themes as my New Testament poems. The Book of Mormon is another testament of Jesus Christ, and as such, my Book of Mormon poems focus on Jesus' gospel as much as my New Testament poems did. Also, if you'd like to learn a little about what Latter-day Saints believe from our own perspective, give season two a try. You can always stop listening later if it's not for you. Now for this week's poem. The reading this week is Revelation chapters 15 through 22. The poem I'm sharing today was inspired by John's descriptions of Judgment Day and the earth in its celestial glory, as recorded in Revelation chapter 20, verse 12, and chapter 21, verse 18. If you'd like to read along, you can find this poem on my website at maryjanerice.com. Let's begin. Judgment Day History is deep sediment, melted together, past telling, except where patterns repeat, burn through to surface. Sodom is Nineveh, is Babylon, is Rome. There are those who regret but don't repent. Ears stopped tight, hearts hard as bone, senses dead to pleasure. But your remorse throbs with bottomless accusation. When you reach breaking point, break open to God. He will read through you as through transparent glass, make you understand and understood, distinct yet enveloped, enduring and still malleable as pure gold. In this poem, I borrow some of the imagery used in the book of Revelation to describe a celestialized earth after Jesus comes again. What will earth look like? I think a lot of the imagery John uses to describe it is probably metaphorical rather than literal, but I hope the earth has a lot of the same features it has now. Beautiful and natural landscapes with lots of contrasts. Deserts and rainforests, oceans and rivers, dense vegetation and open valleys. I think a lot of the beauty of the earth becomes evident through these contrasts. When everything's the same, it just loses something. 
John provides a long, detailed description of what the New Jerusalem will look like. Whatever the symbolism might express, the general idea seems to be that this city will be very beautiful and precious, perhaps beyond all rational description. There will be no need for a dedicated temple because the Lord himself will be there continually with us. In effect, the whole kingdom will be a temple. In Revelation chapter 22, verse 18, John says the new Jerusalem will be pure gold like unto clear glass. I don't know about you, but to me, gold does not have a lot in common with clear glass. It is about as opposite as you can get. Gold is dense, heavy, malleable, and opaque. Glass is brittle, light, and see-through. These two things are not the same. So what does this description mean? If we're to take it literally, it might refer to brilliance or clarity. Transparent glass during John's day would not have been as clear as it is now. Maybe the idea he was trying to get across was that the city somehow will emanate light from within. Or maybe the glass he referred to was like a shining mirror. Looking glasses could be made from polished metal, and that might be a good description for the shining exterior of the city. In the last stanza of my poem, I try to use these contrasting materials to capture the dual nature of the things that bring us joy. We like to feel like part of something bigger than ourselves, to be included and unified, but we also like to be recognized as individuals and valued for our uniqueness. We want to understand other people, why they do what they do and what they think and feel, but we also want to be understood. We want to endure forever, but also to keep learning and growing. Maybe that is part of what John was trying to express about the nature of the next life in God's kingdom. Now I'll read the poem for you again. Judgment Day. History is deep sediment melted together past telling, except where patterns repeat, burn through to surface. Sodom is Nineveh, is Babylon, is Rome. There are those who regret, but don't repent. Ears stopped tight, hearts hard as bone, senses dead to pleasure. But your remorse throbs with bottomless accusation. When you reach breaking point, break open to God. He will read through you as through transparent glass, make you understand and understood distinct yet enveloped, enduring and still malleable as pure gold. That's all for today. You can find more of my poetry at facebook.com slash Latter-day Saint Poetry or visit maryjanerice.com. That's M-E-R-R-I-J-A-N-E rice.com. My contact information is in the show notes. Thank you for listening. May your time spent in the scriptures this week be rewarding.